0: This is Melancholy Geek, episode 11, Putting the X in 10. Welcome to Melancholy Geek. This is the show where you hear the thoughts and opinions of a geek living with depression. My name is Preston, and I have depression, which is part of the reason why I haven't had an episode in a while. Because I'm that guy. So, what I've been doing. Um, Working. A whole lot of work. Not keeping up with anything. Keeping up with everything. and Not keeping you up with everything. Yeah. This stuff is hard. It's very hard. So, it's the same. But, Here I am. So here we go. Uh, Biggest thing that's happened in the last couple weeks, um, maybe even over a month, has been the new Apple products. Uh, You probably know all about them. So I'm not going to focus too much on them. I'm going to burn through what they were and then focus on the big one. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a good idea? All right, cool. So on September 12th, Apple had their keynote for the fall, and I stayed home and watched it live. Pretty much everything was leaked. Yay. Alright. Item number one. Apple TV. 4K. All of the Ks. Pretty much the same. Same interface, same size. For some reason, dropped the USB port on the back. 32 gigs. 64 gigs. A10X. That's the current generation's iPad Pro's processor, that's crazy. Which is great, so we have that. Of course, 4K, because 4K uh, also has a, a high dynamic range, uh, which is HDR, so you put those two together, best way for me to describe it, you have more pixels and more, more color or more vivid color. HDR is the kicker for TVs these days. So, uh, along with this, Apple also started coming out with 4K movies on iTunes. And for the most part, they're going to cost the same. And for the most part, if you already have the movie, they're going to upgrade to 4K, which is great. Uh, to the best of my research at the time, and I'm going to go back and check this, uh, it's the same cost as what the previous models were. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's uh, 229 Canadian for the 32 and 64 is 249. So more expensive than a lot of other streaming devices, but our, the integration and the quality and the simplicity you get, I personally find it worth the price. Um, but I won't be picking one up until I actually probably sometime next year when I get a 4K TV to make it worthwhile. Because I currently have the, the the last generation and it works great. Item two, Apple Watch Series Three. Same design. Not a whole lot of design changes. It's not good. Same design. So you have your thirty-two. You have your forty. Uh, you have thirty-eight. I don't know. I keep saying forty. Uh, thirty-two. Uh, you have your thirty-eight millimeter. You have your forty-two millimeter. And it's thicker by approximately two sheets of paper. I don't even think that's a millimeter. So it's pretty much the same size. Um, As same. Uh, Outer casing, same materials, Uh, they do have a better dual-core processor. They have about the same battery life, Um, some new band and colors, because they do that. Um, So not really too much. Oh, wait. Oh, an LTE. You know, that thing that gives us data. So essentially, um, it's got a digital SIM on it, and it uses that when you sync to a phone and it's all set up. You're on a plan to basically mirror your phone sim. Essentially, that's doing. So in Canada, uh, Bell has it live. TELUS will be soon, and it will slowly be available to everybody. Uh, it allows you to do everything you can over LTE, which is message, data, phone calls, and that will kill your battery like it's going out of style. So if you get one, don't worry about it. Uh, some early reviewers had issues when they went to previously known Wi-Fi networks with capture pages. So pages like uh, that you have to agree to before you can actually log in fully with Wi-Fi. It was a weird issue. People complained about it, of course. It's actually since been completely fixed. A longer problem. So the aluminum-based model without LTEs, 429, uh, previous models have dropped down. I think you can get one is three hundred series one, I think. So really, really good price for entry level. Uh, Five nineteen Canadian for one with LTE. These are all aluminum. Uh, you can get go up to stainless steel for eight hundred, and then you have the wondrous ceramic white and space gray editions at sixteen ninety nine. LTE was not a big enough upgrade for me, so I did not end up getting this watch. So, very good um, item to have, especially if you want to just keep in touch, uh, go for a run. There's a lot of active people having having these watches. Go for a run, but don't want to take your phone, but still have um, access to, you know, emergency calls if need be, or texts and iMessages, that kind of stuff. So that's fun. That's good. So next up, they did something people didn't really expect initially, although it kind of got leaked. They released an iPhone 8, no 7S this year, no S model at all, even though the iPhone 8 is essentially an S model. So you have your same 8, 4.7 inch, and 8 plus 5.5 inch displays, essentially the 7 almost identical size. They do have true tone displays. What this is is just simply something that the uh, iPad has for the last two generations. It will adjust the color, the white balance of the display based off of the ambient light in the room to make it look more of what what it should look like, which is cool. Uh, so like I said, it's essentially the same dimensions. Um, same high-grade aluminum. So what they did this year though is the back is a glass back what this does is allow for the really newest feature on the iPhone 8 and that's coming up. Uh, so as you would expect from an S model or a new upgrade it's got a brand new processor the, the EA11. They like to throw code names and that's the Bionic this year so it's a six core processor proposed to the four from last so this time it's two high power cores, and then four efficient cores. A new built-in Apple designed graphics core. So this is the first time Apple has actually had their own graphics core. And benchmarks have been crazy. They've been outperforming every other smartphone in benchmarks. Uh, And also many laptops, even some of the MacBooks. Uh, Granted, it's not that huge of a deal, uh, because when it comes down to it, uh, everyday use is not gonna see a huge difference with this, but still it's it's good to know that that future-proofing is there So same cameras essentially on uh, on the device except the The uh, the pixels are better bigger pixels I think from what I've read, uh, but the processing tie-in the hardware calculations are, are more Uh, tuned towards taking pictures so you're still gonna get better cameras and back to the the real reason they have a new glass back and that's to allow wireless charging using the Qi standard so this is nothing new nothing new at all but it's the first time Apple's done it and because Apple has a as any single phone the iPhone has a huge following opposed to pretty much every other phone specifically Uh, this is gonna make Uh, the key wireless chargers show up everywhere and get them improved make them even better. So it's great. It basically will charge the same rate as your base charger that comes in your phone. So that's solid. And the same with the software update. That'll actually go up by about 50%, which is nice. Uh, So the last thing, and this is good and bad, the now fully support wireless charging. Uh, I just said that, what I meant is fast charging. Uh, So this is a feature that's been in the iPad Pro and then the, for the first gen and then all of the second gens. So the iPad Pro essentially will charge very fast, as will the iPhone 8, both iPhone 8s, if you utilize a USB-C to lightning cable. And you get a USB-C port, or charging port, which is something you can buy separately, or anybody out there happens to have one of the newer MacBooks that use USB-C, or the MacBook Pros, you have one, so if you need, you can use that. The base one is a 29 watt. Uh, I did buy one for my MacBook Pro, so I, or not my iPad Pro, sorry, so I have one. Uh, it's amazing for the iPad Pro. Uh, since the original announcement, um, there have been reviews because the iPhone is out. It's a separate thing. Uh, so the it's not that big of a deal in the sense of some other options out there. So the biggest problem is is that's there, but they don't include them in the box. <sighs> Mind blown. Big, huge problem in my opinion. is if I have to quirk anything, it's that. Uh, but you can use the included cable and get just a basic 12 watt adapter, which normally would come with an iPad, not with an iPhone, and that is almost the same charging rate. So the 8 starts at a balmy 929 Canadian, and the Plus starts at 1059. Uh, these are both your 64 models. Add, I believe, 180 onto that, and you go to 256. If people are complaining there isn't a middle line in there. Uh, doesn't matter what they're going to do; they're going to complain because that's what people do. Personally, sixty-four gigabytes is more than enough for me. I'm with my seven; I'm at thirty-two, and I'm not. I don't even. I'm at I think eighteen gigabytes that I have used. So sixty-four is going to be fine. So that's all happened already. That's that's how long this is ago. So the 12th happened and then pre-orders went out at the end of that week People got their devices following Friday sales have been fine, but people are just assuming You know that this this year they're underwhelmed Mainly because and you you guys all know this they also announced the iPhone 10 Labeled X Because they love that X for some reason, but it's the iPhone ten. This is the tenth anniversary. The iPhone launched in two thousand seven, so that's a thing. Because why not? Wasn't intentional, by the way, to have this, but they were hoping to. So what they did is they complete redesign from. You know, as complete as you can with a phone. So they went and basically started following along, following suit. So the, the iPhone X itself is slightly bigger dimensions than the current 8 or 7. So it's still relatively small in comparison to a lot of phones out there. It has the same durable glass back and glass front that the 8 have. The outer rim is now stainless steel, so you have a standard stainless steel to go to the white, and the space gray has a specialized coating that makes it darker and apparently more scratch-resistant. What else do I have? Um, Essentially, nothing confirmed. They might be tuned a little bit better, but they essentially have the same... Uh, hardware, so processor, RAM, all that, that's just from everything that we've seen is the same as the 8 and 8 Plus. They have dual cameras as well as the 8 Plus and 7 Plus have, but they're improved. So if you're not familiar with the specifics about the dual camera system on the iPhone since the 7 Plus and the 8 Plus, the you have your standard wide-angle lens that pretty much every phone has, and you have a telephoto lens, so that's a focus lens. The, these two lenses are very close together, and what they do is, Apple and and a few other phones have this dual camera system. They use both images taken by the phone to make a better image, and it allows them a lot more features. Uh, This system is a little bit better than the previous two from the, 7 plus and 8 plus, they're both optically image stabilized, which means shaking hands like myself will still take decent pictures. It's also vertical instead of horizontal when you're holding the phone normally. Don't know if there's a reason for this. Um, I don't know. Uh, they have a better aperture on one. I never remember these names, I apologize, but essentially the the... Telephoto lens on the eight plus is pretty much the same amount of light it can receive, but it's it's made it's increased on the on the ten. All right, so that's pretty much what you would expect from you know a little bit of an improvement from the eight. But now we're going to go on the other side. So on the front, you now have a five point and Eight, from corner to corner. Super Retina. It's essentially like forty percent more pixels. So whatever, but still pretty OLED, organic light emitting diode. Still includes three D touch, so you can still you know push down on the screen. But the beauty of it is, is be- like I said earlier, it it's about slightly bigger than the iPhone 7 and iPhone 8, pretty much the entire screen is to body. So, this is, you know, pretty much where the glass meets off those stainless steel edges, you have screen. This is what I've been looking for for a long time. So, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. So, the biggest deal about the screen outside of the fact that it's pretty much the, the entire front of the phone is the OLED. So the cool thing about OLED is it's more energy efficient. It has the ability, if you properly tune it, to have more better colors, which they did because it's Apple. You see a high-res screen from that Apple tunes and you're just like, losing your mind. I'm looking at one right now. I see the water. What's nice about this is OLED allows more power efficiency because it's Essentially, in a standard LCD screen, you have your series of pixels that you can change the colors on, but they're backlit. With this, each individual pixel lights up. So if you don't light it up, that's your black, which is fantastic. So what that that basically means that the contrast ratios are ridiculous, and if for some reason you have a you, know, you use a darker background, which I plan to do, then those pixels are not lit up, which means you're going to be using less power. It's going to be great. All right, so that's um, that's this beautiful screen. Not a whole lot of people, you know, people had hands on at the event. People were very much happy with it, you know, but still limited time. OLED has its possible issues which is a story a separate story I won't go into but you know Apple's been got a good track record with screens calibrating them correctly okay so you may have heard that I said the majority of the screen on the front of the screen is actually is is entire screen on the the front of the phone the difference is right at the top of the phone where there's a small small portion where the speaker and a ridiculous amount of sensors and cameras are. There's like six or seven of them. What people are calling this is the notch. Um, I like the the team at iMore are calling it the horns, which is fun. Or ears, it's just, you know, this just, I don't know. People are, don't, a lot of people are, are just immediately looking at it and and, and it's, They're considering it an eyesore, so that you know, and that's what it's people. So you know, they have the preferences. So I understand. Doesn't bother me. At least looking at images, get the phone in my hand, and who knows? All right. So what this system allows is, like I said, a series of sensors. So you have your front. Cameras, seven megapixel front facing cameras, 7-megapixel front-facing camera. And let's see what else we have. Um, you have an infrared camera. You have a flood illuminator. That's fun technical terms, huh? And dot projector. Dot, where it's dot projector. Sorry for that everything else is the same so you still have your ambient light and your that sensor that knows your you get your head up to it I'm sorry it's 12 in the morning so we can go over what the uh, the other sensors are so you have a dot projector will send a series of invisible dots projected onto your face that can still be read by this camera array the system 30,000 of them, which will build a sma- uh, what they're calling a facial map of your face, which will be unique to your face. Unless you have a twin, identical twin, then not so much. Uh, you have the infrared camera, which can read that map and capture image of your face uh, and stores it securely on the device using the secure enclave that's been in the system for a while and then you have a flood illuminator which actually will shine infrared light onto your face to allow you to be that system to even work while you're in the dark so it's fine. Take all of that put it all together and you have what Apple's actually doing because if you have all of the front of the screen that whole screen taking up all the front of the phone you don't have the home button. Home button's gone. Which means you don't have touch ID. Gone. So what they've replaced it with, is what they're calling face ID. So all those sensors I just said, will basically identify you and use that to unlock your phone. Unlock your apps. Utilize and allow Apple Pay, all of it. Apple stated that it's 20 times more secure than Touch ID. So it's 50,000, 1 in 50,000 when they, you know, do the scan of your fingerprint, up to 1 in a million when they scan your face. It's impressive. And from what I've seen, it works well. So when they go to unlock a phone, it scans the face. Gone. I not so but again we we need to allow real real world real world usage of this there's always going to be someone um, it's just the way it is so okay so a lot of you know it's 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 one of those things so uh, I'm gonna get a little more depth on this story since then since this announcement and what everybody's been talking about. Uh, so this phone went for pre-order on the 27th, which was just three days ago, two days ago, anyway, and are available on Friday, November 3rd, this week. And because of all that fun, wonderful technology, they're charging $1,000 US, which once exchange rates and all their fun mass goes in, it's 1319 Canadian. I'm glad they didn't upgrade the watch. So I can upgrade my phone. Okay, so let's talk about stuff. Um, So first is the notch, or the ears, or that small space. People don't like it. A lot of people don't like it. I don't know why, but they just don't. And you know what? That's fine. What I don't like is everyone going out and assuming everybody is not going to like it because they don't like it. And writing posts and articles saying that Apple's made a mistake and whatnot. Uh, I understand some people don't uh, don't like the look of it. Some people are paranoid and think they're scanning your faces. Oh my God, they're gonna you know store that information. They come out, they're not. No more than they stored the. You know the the image and recognition data from when they use Touch ID. That's all on device, which is why if you have to get a new device, new uh, you know upgrade your device, when you had Touch ID, you had to redo that. Uh, people have come out and said that Face ID is is a problem. Same thing. It's not. You know. It's no different. Governments have come out in their ignorance and said, "What have you done?" What have you done to make sure that this works properly and isn't discriminatory when through the Apple event they've shown that they've done immense of testing, billions of images scanned, faces scanned to ensure that it's working properly. Uh, They've had people make masks of people to train their, their algorithms to ensure that the masks of people wouldn't... You know, you couldn't make a mask of somebody and fool it. It was it was, was immense if yet they still came out. So they just it's like, hey guys, like we did this already. Right. Um, a lot of people don't like that the touch ID slash home button's gone. I get that. Some people just like that, they're used to it. That that home button's been there for ten years. So I understand it's gonna take some getting used to. So currently the base setup is that you take your phone out. If you have raise the wake on, you raise it, it sees your face. It sees you looking at your phone, that's key, and then it unlocks. Now the default setting, I haven't confirmed if, if there's any other option, I hope so, is then you just swipe up. So that's your home button, is you're basically swiping up from the bottom of the phone, wherever you are, just fine. I'm cool with that. It's in. It's a feature in iOS 11 they introduced, and I've been using that kind of thing on the iPad. The iPad supports that because the way their multitasking works. So I'm somewhat used to it, and just you know so swiping up your thumb, a big deal. Swipe, not swiping away. Basically, it's like sweep. But if you swipe up a little bit, then you get to your multitasking stuff on your iPhone, and you can also just swipe the bottom on the screen, from what I've seen and heard to just switch between apps, which is nice. So lots of options. You get, you're you basically going pretty much all the gestures, which I'm fine with. Um, what else? Uh, people are, I don't know, people are being critical, making assumptions. Yes, it's $1,000, so it's a lot more money. Uh, People have done wireless charging before, like I said. Yes, people have done wireless charging. They're doing it now, that's great. People have done face scanning before, yes, but they haven't done this. People, they've taken a picture and then scanned it. And people have broken that with images, photos, paper. Uh, If you can't do that when you're talking about sending a series of 30,000 dots onto your face, And recognizing the position of all those dots standardly, so that when your beard grows out, it still knows its use. When you have glasses on, for the most part, it still knows its use. You can't do that with just a standard thing that everybody else has come out. People are not taking the time to read all the information about what this is. This is Apple doing what Apple does best, normally. Apple's not perfect, like I said. Sometimes they charge you a thousand dollars for a device that doesn't come with this so-called what you need to do fast charging. Just put it in the box. Put it in the box. Anyway, would be nice. They don't. But like, if you're gonna say, well, oh, Samsung has done or this face scanning before, or this phone has done face scanning before, so you know, you know, Apple's got to catch up. Yeah, they did, and surpassed. So that's the thing I I don't understand why uh, people will bitch about something without knowing about it, right? Some people will go out and say something. Don't you know? Miss it? Fine. I'm like that. Make a mistake, admit it. That's cool. But to blatantly going out and say Apple's doomed, Apple's not gonna sell any phones. Uh, the iPhone 8 won't sell, which it did. Not as well as a brand new iPhone, maybe, that didn't have one coming six weeks later. But it still, it sold well. Some people want to keep that form factor. They're used to it. Uh, it might not be a change, but people, some people don't want to change. But it's still a great phone. Um, so it makes me somewhat bitter when people complain about something like Apple didn't already say the way it worked or didn't come out and essentially make a new device that isn't just, hey look, a picture of your face I'm going to unlock. It's revolutionary in the sense that it's not just taking a picture, it's taking a 3D map of your face to ensure that's you. It's not perfect, clearly, but one in a million is damn good. damn good that essentially means there's only about well just like 7,000 people possibly like on that average in the world that could possibly unlock it yeah I'll take those odds at the 7 billion people we have right and do the math um I still have some issues. I would prefer, for instance, to, like, I turned off Raise the Wake. Raise Raise the Wake's been in the phone since I think I was nine. I don't care for it. Um, Currently, when I want to unlock my phone and go to it, I have it set with my settings to when I push the home button, it goes straight to the home screen. So that's a personal preference. Um, the home button's gone so I won't have that option so I would hopefully like if I push the power button for instance that it goes scans my face sees me unlocks go straight to home screen they don't have this on by default for reasonable reasons uh, they want people to allow them to see the home screen and then see their notifications what I would like them to do for that personally if it's an option to choose Because they actually also, I think it might have to do with the OLED as as the way the technology works. You can touch the phone and the screen will light up. I would like it so if you touch this phone and the screen will light up, that it just says, oh, look, notifications. Here you go. I don't know if it's a setting. Someone in Apple hears this or someone listens to this and can afford to Apple. Do it. I'm sure that can't be difficult to put a little switch in there. Right? I would like it. It'd be great. All right, so let's talk about <laughs> my experience pre-ordering it. Uh, so last Friday, um, uh, Thursday, I s- purposely waited to wake up because I was going to stay up all night, and I did. Um, stayed up until four thirty, and you know started having everything going so I had mainly was refreshing the Apple Store app on the phone and that was great and I occasionally refresh the the app on not the app on my iPad and refresh the the page on on my Mac now unlike a lot of people I was able to get into the app at one minute in so the store quote unquote went live at 4.31 my local time. And I got it in at 4.32. So I was like, "Whoo, hurrah! So I went through, I went into my favorites, because that's smart, intelligent, Makes put it in the favorites. Went into my favorites, clicked it, confirmed, and then it's like, billing address, blank. I had all this set up. So... I was not happy about that, so I had to rush around. Uh, actually, no, I apologize. It was my billing address my shipping address? So I had to rush around, lose my mind, uh, completely lose my mind because since my my shipping address is always my workplace, I, I and we just recently moved. I don't remember that address. Hopped the top of my head. Um, so I was like losing my mind. I'm like, okay, I got to, okay, so it's here. And there's this suite that I got to put in and all this kind of stuff. And then it's like, and now confirm it.